educator and creator of the dream method. I am here to guide you to your dream life and business. Get ready to get real as we pull back the business curtain, share tools, experiences, and the nitty gritty, not so pretty of building the life and business of your dream. Let's get real, shall we? Welcome back to On The Real. I have a fun new guest with us today. Um, I would say that we have a budding friendship. We have had some chats in the DMs and are getting to know each other. Um, I am so incredibly excited to bring this guest to you today and have her share what she's all about and dive into some business chats. So where are you at, girl? Are you here? Hey, yep. Hi. Okay. I would love for you to be able to introduce yourself to all of the, all of the people listening today. Tell us who you are, where you live, what you do. Give us the 411 on you. Yeah. So my name's Kelsey. I am in New Jersey. We are currently actually homeless. Technically (laughs) we are hopping from Airbnb to Airbnb while our house is being built. Um, we just survived nine months of delays and finally our rental, mm. our lease was up and we just finally broke ground. So that's kind of where Yay. we are right now, oh, but man. things are happening. Foundation's almost done. Seeing something happening makes it a little bit more manageable. Um, For sure. Yeah. It's interesting. It's fun. I have four kids married to my high school sweetheart. Um, we're really thankful, just like super thankful for just how things played out and met my person young and we just kind of dove right in and like go big or go home. Um, but yeah, so I started worthy creative, um, about seven months ago. Um, and basically I help creative female founders. Um, I help them create sought after brands and websites that truly convert, um, through automation processes, specific types of monetization, all the things that every business should have. Um, So yeah, that's kind of a quick rundown of me. I love it. Okay. So she casually let us know that she is homeless with four children (laughs) and running a business. She's like, this is just like what we're doing, right? Um, (laughs) I mean, no better time to be homeless than one who can run their business from their computer, right? Right. I mean, that is, that is the beauty of this world right now. It's like, you can build a business from quite literally anywhere. You just need some Wi-Fi. Okay. So let's dive in to a little bit about how you got into your business, because I know a little bit of your backstory, but I would love for you to kind of share, um, where you got started in your business, where you are and where you're headed. Yeah. So I actually worked, um, for an agency for almost five years. Um, Mm -hmm. we worked with a lot of really big influencers in the fashion and lifestyle industry. Um, and my job really, I was lead designer, but I really did a lot of strategy with them, um, and created a lot of different tools for them to monetize in different ways. So basically like they're making tons of money off Instagram, Instagram would change their algorithm. And then they'd, call us crying like wait I just lost like a hundred grand this month like what happened um so my job was to take a look at the trends and create different functionalities and things like that on websites um 
said that they were making their money through their website and Instagram was more of a supplement to them. A huge supplement, yeah. but like not what they're putting, sure. you know, that's not their main focus. Um, yeah. So then COVID hit, we had a meeting, a team meeting, and our boss basically said like, hey guys, I'm not sure what's going to happen with COVID. Like people may not want to spend a lot of money on websites. We don't know. So hopefully I can keep you on, but like, I don't know. Um, I had like oh, two weeks. Stressful. Yeah. There was like <laughs> two weeks of like pure panic. I didn't sleep. I didn't know what to do. And it was just like this crazy awakening for me where I was like, I'm like literally just relying on someone else. And I thought deeper into mm. it where I was like, wow, like in this stressful time, he can make one wrong choice and that affects me. I can't fix his yeah. decision. I can't yeah. like tweak his goals or whatever, or how he's going to go about this. Um, and that was so like, just so eye opening to me. So I launched worthy in January. I just like threw things together and really focused on my processes and kind of like, honestly, throw a website together to get started. And it just took yeah. off from there. Um, yes. And honestly, I'm just so happy, <laughs> like so, so happy that I'm not relying on someone else. Okay. So I, I want to dive into that a little bit, but you started Worthy Creative January of 2021. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So we are in August. So it's been yep. eight months. Yep. You stepped out on your own. I want to know like kind of what was, what was the shift that happened inside of you once you stepped out? on your own? Like, what did you gain from doing that from like stepping out, starting your own business? Oh, it was terrifying. But the confidence, I mean, it was partially because once I let go of control, um, mm. and like my mindset around money, where that more traditional, like, okay, biweekly, I'm getting a paycheck. And I know exactly how much yeah. the money came to yeah. me. Um, and I was in my I had my own control. So there is so much confidence like yeah. that I've never had, which is crazy to me, but like the confidence I have now and like the trust in myself, it's something I've never had before ever, no matter how mm. much money I was making others and working for that company and seeing the results, I still didn't have that confidence for sure. So what do you think gave you that confidence? I think seeing that I literally did this on my own, um, Mm. Just an, just like an FYI, I'm completely self-taught in everything. I dropped out of college. Yeah. I could not find something yes, I liked. <laughs> I was mm. in nursing school. You're my I, people. Went my, <laughs> I went to my first <laughs> class of nursing school at Rutgers. And for like a half an hour, they talked about shaving people and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, no, this is not, I am not shaving any old man. <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> I did not that's, think That's about a hard this. pass. <laughs> um, oh, so for me, like, it's, it's almost like a humbling feeling too, where I'm like, wow, I got here on my own. Like I literally clawed my way through. I took a situation for where sure. unfortunately a lot of people were really hurting financially and their businesses were crumbling. And like, I wanted to change things and start my own version of success and create my own yeah. path. And it, it just like created so much confidence in me. Um, and yeah. seeing the money come in, it makes, it fires you up, right? Like it gets you that much more motivated. Absolutely. So, uh, well, and, and I think money oftentimes is a tangible 
piece of proof to Mm -hmm. show you that your work is being valued by other people, right? Your work has value regardless, right? Regardless if the cash is coming in or not, like your work has worth. But I think that's a piece of proof for you to build on top of that confidence. So it's like when you see the contracts coming through, when you see the cash coming through, you're like, okay, this isn't just all in my head. I have tangible proof of what I am creating. So let's go back to January where you were scared, but you took the leap, right? Um, Are you comfortable sharing like money numbers? Yeah, yeah, sure. So January, I myself. Okay, and that's what I wanted to get into because I'm like, (laughs) I know enough about your story to know that you were not charging (laughs) what your worth was. And it's like going back to that, like that tangible proof that you were doing what you wanted to do. I want to talk about January now. So let's go back to the beginning of your business, because I think it's really easy for people to listen to these podcasts. They're like, that's cool for you. You're making that amount of money now. Sure. So let's go back to the beginning. You've started Worthy Creative. You stepped into helping female entrepreneurs like past that. Like, what did you, like, what was your plan? Right. Because as you're Like I'm sure the plan is shifted. Yeah, absolutely. So my plan really was I needed to, okay. So I have always designed brands and websites. I did not have a developer. My brain Mm -hmm. does not work that way. I know how it can work. I know what can be done, what cannot be done. Um, I've worked very closely with developers. That was the biggest stumbling block in my mind where I was like, wow, I need to outsource something. (laughs) And that was scary Mm -hmm. in itself because I was like, that means I can't hold on to this money. Like I, you know, that was a hard thing to get past. Um, but so the plan was get a developer, get started. I was charging what felt like too much then. And I was really scared looking Mm -hmm. back now. Mm -hmm. I've like, I don't know, at least tripled it. I'm launching new services and stuff and you know, it's going to be all different, but the plan was just to get one, two clients and I did a discounted rate for them. So I was really underpricing, um, and just kind of get started, get the ball rolling. (laughs) Um, and it was very basic packages. It was nothing what I wanted it to be, but it was just like, I just need to get started. Mm. So you took the first step into getting started, but you didn't start building what you wanted to build from the gate right? Yeah. It was like the bare minimum just to get started initially. And I was just like, all right, later on, we'll like work on this kind of thing. Mm. And was that because you needed to see that proof or you didn't have the confidence when you started building? Like what kept you from moving forward in what you actually wanted to do? I didn't think people would book. And I I knew I'd have to raise my prices if I was going to do what I wanted to do. And Mm. the pricing that I was starting out with, I was like, there's no way anyone's going to book this. So why would I launch the other packages if no one's going to book these basic packages? For sure. So do you remember, like, what was your first basic package that you offered and how much was that? Um, oh man, I feel like it was like $2,500 for like, for like full brand identity. Um, and that included coaching and stuff that I didn't even pay myself for that included like brand voice, brand messaging, how you show up on all your platforms. Like it was the full thing. Um, for sure. Which 
I loved because it helped me stand out. A lot of brand designers just make really nice things, but none of that goes into, you know, yep. any of the details. Um, so I think yep. that was like 2,500 website was maybe like 2000 or something like that. Same thing. Lots of strategy processes, automation. Um, and I realized quickly, like, wow, people are really booking, but like, this does not feel worth my time or the value that I'm delivering. Absolutely. Yeah. So I up my pricing again, um, to like 3,500 and like 4,000 people were still booking, <laughs> um, yeah. So I learned a lot, restructured things, and I'm kind of just going to have one basic package where it's just like, I've realized like you, if you, you need to do the full thing, like you need to really dedicate if you want to have Mm -hmm. the successful outcomes that my clients have. So I'm just going to have that full package where it's the whole thing. Um, and I'm going to be launching that soon. Still a little scary. I think it always is, but always I have that confidence still, um, I know I'm capable of it. So, yeah. Well, and at this point, I think you have been able to see how your work has created transformations for your clients up until this point, even on like the, the basic small scales. And I think that is, I mean, that's what we teach inside the dream, the dream method certification. It's like, okay, what is, what's the transformation and how can you support your client through the transformation. And that looks different for every single person, no matter what industry you're in, right? Transformations aren't just for coaches. Transformations aren't just for brand strategists. Transformations aren't just for people that are in the beauty world, right? Like that's where I come from. Like that's a physical transformation. But I think being able to see, okay, you starting your business, I'm scared. I'm going to do it anyways. Right. And I'm going to charge this much because while this price point stretches me, I think that it's going to move me in the right direction. Right. And I think that is where a lot of entrepreneurs need to start. Uh, Oftentimes I see people coming out the gate and they're like charging, they're overcharging without having the social. Absolutely. Yes. The, those tangible pieces of this is what my product does for other people. And so while there has been that feeling of, oh my goodness, I'm not charging enough. I actually think that feeling of I'm not charging enough is a gift for you to recognize like, no, I am putting in the work and now I'm going to step up and I'm going to step into my power. And so I think like your story is really empowering for a lot of people who are in that position, right? Like I don't think coaches need to be coming out and charging $2,500 like just for coaching when they get started. Right. Right. And when inside of our dream method certification, we have a standard of like the price point that are all of our coaches start with based on their, um, based on their investment and the level of education they have coming from us. But I'm never like, okay, like you are good. You're ready. Like charge premium rates because while we have that, I mean, you were already doing what you're doing now for someone else. And that was where I feel like I was in that unique situation where I couldn't put that on blast. Like, look at all this stuff I did Mm -hmm. because my name wasn't on it. Mm -hmm. It can cause issues. It's kind of like in a salon. If you leave the salon, you can't like, just be like, Hey guys, everyone come with me. (laughs) Like, yes. Yeah. There was that weird issue there too. For sure. Where like, if I had one client that I worked with, with the agency, like easily they had a million plus followers, like 
So it was a weird, like, almost like a power struggle too. Like, man, I could easily steal these people if I wanted to, but ethically, I don't want to do that. So right. That was was like a weird ethical person. (laughs) No, I just like a weird thing. Like people. Yeah. When you move from that model of agency and like it, I mean, it is very comparable, right? For hairstylists that work in a commission salon and want to move to a booth rent salon. It's like, I, I quite literally had that happen in the beauty industry. And then also in the coaching industry, like I was supporting another female entrepreneur and helping her build her coaching, her, her coaches in her program. And I wanted to step out and like be a solo coach. And I didn't feel like I could because ethically, I didn't think that it was right for me to leave while I did decide to leave and do my own thing. Like it took a lot to get me there. Right. So it's like COVID hit in March, March, April, somewhere around there. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. I'm like in the spring, in the early spring of 2020. And then you didn't even start your business until January. Yep. Right. So like what, what I want, I want to know a little bit about that because I have absolutely been there and I've shared a little bit of my story on a previous podcast episode talking about like leaving the organization that I was supporting and like what that was and how it literally stopped me from building my business. Like I knew what I needed to do for about six months before I actually vocalized what was happening. And so what was that process? What was that? What was that for you? So I, um, okay. So I did not even launch until January, partially because of perfectionism. Mm. Biggest issue that I have where I'm Mm. like, nope, I need every single thing perfect. And I was holding myself back. Um, yeah. And, and also just figuring out like, how do I navigate this? Who is my client? Like, I'm so used to working with the people like Rachel Parcell or Cara Loren, who are these top, top level influencers, but like, I don't want to work with them anymore. (laughs) It's exhausting. Um, and like figuring out, okay, like who do I want to work with and how do I speak to them and how do I transition this? Um, in full transparency, I'm actually still working part-time at the agency Mm. up until our loan is done. Since we have this Mm. construction loan, I can't leave them. Um, they actually don't even know yet that I have my own business. It's a really touchy thing with them where they get mad Absolutely. and they would fire me. Yeah. And it's such a sure. toxic thing. <laughs> like it, that which that's a whole nother story, but um, I'm working part-time with them and just really not putting much energy in. It's more autopilot at this point. Yeah. Getting my tasks done and putting all my energy into worthy, but um, really it's just navigating like, making sure I'm ethical, but at the same time, like I also am allowed to have my own business and my own life and focus on my own passions. So it's really tricky. And I know I've talked to so many people who had the same experience as you, where it's just like, you feel like you cannot leave. (laughs) Um, yeah. And I think that's a lot of corporate America, right? Like we're told, no, you can't leave. Like you don't have your, like all the, the cushion or like the health insurance or, yeah. Whatever else. Yeah. The 401k, like the stability, the right? Stability. It's like the stability, the security that is given to you by someone else, but someone else. And especially I think in Utah where we live, like you can fire someone at any time with like no cause. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we're a no cause state. Right. So it's like, really, there is no 
There's literally no in the world. Right. (laughs) And, and I think us recognizing that, and I, I do not think the entrepreneurial world is for everyone. I really, really don't like it is freaking hard. (laughs) It has obviously it's worth it or we wouldn't do it. Right. Right. We have, um, we have our freedom and flexibility to create our own schedule, to be able to work wherever we choose to. But at the same time, it is difficult. And those freedoms, they cost something. Right. And I think that's, that's the beauty of this world, right? Light and dark. There's always some sort of opposition in something, but really when it comes down to that stability of choosing like, okay, am I going to stay in the corporate world? Or am I going to go out on my own? I think looking at it with like open eyes of what is, what is the potential and making an, an informed decision, right? Yeah. Okay. What is it going to look like if I stay here? What could it look like if I sure. move in this direction? And yeah. so I think that's, that's definitely something that I think a lot of people wrestle with. Like we have a few of our coaches that have moved from the nine to five and have found that freedom and flexibility. And it's like, they, you would never go back. However, some people have feel responsibility to stay with their employers based on, right. right? Like based on whatever that, whatever um, it is, yeah, whatever that responsibility is that you feel. So I think, thank you for bringing light to that, because I think that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs, especially that are like one foot in one foot out, right. It's very, very difficult to put both feet in or stay inside the box that was chosen for you. Yeah. And I, it's interesting too, like even with building a house for like mm-hmm. to get the construction loan, my husband and I are both self-employed. It's yeah. amazing how America looks at entrepreneurs. <laughs> like yeah. we need, we need small businesses. We love small businesses, but when it for comes sure. to supporting them, like mm-hmm. it's a hard, no, it was so, like I said, nine months to get this loan because yeah. we were considered so high risk for being self-employed. Um, yeah. it just, they don't, it's really interesting to me. It's very, very interesting. When we, when we bought our house, I was the one who fronted the cash for our down payment. Fun fact, I'm not even on the title of our home because of that specific thing, even though like we were in business for two years with everything going on with COVID, the, the loans and the banks wouldn't even look at me and my income. Yep. And so yeah, they didn't care how much money you were making. That's how it doesn't matter <laughs> how much money you make. It just, yep. everything has to be right on paper. And so, yeah, I think that's a very, I mean, that's a whole other conversation <laughs> to go into like the politics behind like having a small business and really being able to build your way. Right. It's the American dream sure. to have your own business. Yep. Until it's not. <laughs> Until it's not. And Until I, like you not. said, it's not perfect. I absolutely yeah. have late nights, especially living. I have had four kids in five years. So yeah. like yeah. we are busy. We choose to keep yeah. our kids home and homeschool. Mm. We're able to do that. But yeah. there's sacrifices, right? Like that might yep. look like me working until 10 o'clock at night, most yeah. nights or whatever. Yeah. But I also am the person that could never work corporate America while some people could work corporate America and love it. And that's great. Like, absolutely. And you know, the, the thing that's interesting about that is it's like, there's need for that, right? Like I am, I am a business owner. I am the CEO of my business for me to be able to scale and grow. I need people 
who want to work in a structured setting, right? Obviously in my business, I'm like, work wherever you can, right? Right, Like you set hours in the business, but like go work. Like uh, my, um, my executive assistant, Taylor, she's working in Hawaii for the summer. And she, she came to me and she was like, Hey, I know she started working for me. And then a month later, she's like, so I know that I just started working for you, but I have this opportunity to go work and live or live in Hawaii for the summer. And I'm like, go Go. (laughs) like, please, like we will figure out the logistics of what that looks like. But from a, like a CEO business owner standpoint, it's like, I think we have the ability to change the way that businesses are run, right? Corporate America has the way that it's like the structure, but it's like, we have the ability as small business owners and CEOs of our business to bring people in and to create those freedom and those freedoms and flexibility for the people that work with us while helping them create their own stability inside of our businesses. And so that's something that I think is really beautiful in the way that like entrepreneurship and small business is moving. It's like three, I mean, I'm pretty much the only person in my office, the majority of the time, unless I have, um, our manager helping like ship or like have a few people in here for meetings. It's very flexible. Like everyone works remotely, which is like the magic. And I'm like, so grateful for zoom for so many reasons, but because of that, when COVID hit my business structure, didn't change. My workflows didn't change. Were my children like around more? Did we have our nanny? No. Right. There were some things that happened. There's logistics, but yeah, for the most part, like business like stays the same. And so when you're building a digital business, I think your freedoms and your flexibilities are so much more than if you were just building any sort of other business. And so, um, when it comes to digital CEOs, like, well, tell me this, who do you typically work with? Are they digital CEOs? Like, are they generally? Yes. Typically working. Yeah. Okay. Generally. I mean, I have worked with a couple brick and mortars, but for the most part it's digital. Yeah. Which I mean, we're in a digital world, right? We are. We really, really are. And I think that's so cool. So tell me a little little bit about what's next for you. So you referenced earlier that you're moving to this, like one standalone package. Like, what do you see for you in the next coming months? Like as we're moving through the end of 2021. Yeah. So I'm in the middle of working on an actual website. It like pains me that I threw my website together because I'm not like (laughs) walking the walk for sure. But you know, you also have to like get something up. It doesn't have to be perfect right away. Um, And that's something I've really had to learn. But um, I am kind of combining, like I said, the um, the best results for brand website, like for really scaling, elevating, automating, monetizing, like all the things is to kind of go through the whole process. So Mm -hmm. I'm not my package will kind of be broken into two where not everyone needs a brand. They might have a super solid brand, but their website and their brand strategy needs a lot of work. So that's kind of like that lower tier where it's like, cool, you don't need actual brand design work per se, but like all the coaching and strategy to kind of get your brand to where it is, you need it to be, whatever that is, whether it's scaling or transitioning and pivoting, rebranding, like all the different things. Um, The main package is most people who do come to me, they need brand, they need website, they need it all. So it's kind of all that put together. Um, Cool. 
where we do all the coaching, we do all the strategy work, like down to their UVP and focusing on that. Um, we get really yeah. detailed into it. Um, yeah. so I'm just no longer taking on like random small branding projects or like webs. Yeah. Just, I'll just do a quick website. Like I just don't have time for that. And honestly, it's, not beneficial to the clients. Like they're going yeah. to come back and need the yeah. full thing. So absolutely. So might as well I'm, set them, set them up with the foundations before they yeah, go. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm really stressing that like this seems expensive, but I promise you, you're going to come back and end up spending more money doing it twice. So like yeah. it's really focused on people who understand and value the strategy behind it. Um, and I think there's a lot of educating there too with Etsy and things like that. We're just like focused on pretty things and not actual business strategy. So, um, that's like maybe a little bit of a roadblocker sometimes, but that's the ultimate plan right now. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you and your next steps and like how incredible that you are able to like step into your dream life by one, right. Just like going for it right? You're just going for it and you're stepping in. And I think it's really, really awesome that you're able to support your children, but then also support your family and build this home and this life that you want to be building. So thank you for sharing your story and everything that included today. I would love for you to let everybody know where we can find you, where we can connect with you. Um, And if we're in a position to needing, you know, that strategy, where can we book you? Definitely Instagram at worthy creative co. Um, but my website is worthycreative.co. but you can always find me really easy on Instagram. So always on (laughs) always posting and sharing. So yeah, always connecting, always being social, right? So we will drop all of your information down below. So everyone can connect with you. Is there anything else that you want to share with us before you go? Anything on your heart? So I don't think so. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. So happy to be able to have you on, on the reel today. Make sure you guys connect over with worthy creative. What is your Instagram handle? Worthy creative co. Co. Okay. That's what I thought. I was like, I don't want to say it wrong. So connecting (laughs) over at worthy creative co new, exciting, amazing things are coming. Make sure you follow along for not only the business, but I know you sprinkle in a little life as well. Absolutely. How can I not? (laughs) (laughs) Right. How can we not? The children are always around. All right. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us today. And we will see you soon on, on the reel. Are you ready for an all access pass to the education you need to build your dream business? Look no further. No matter what dream you're building, Dream School is for you. Dream School is the all access pass to the Dream Maker Society's online education suite. Learn how to make real money doing what you love in passion to profits. Dive into business building alignment with By Design, our fundamental human design course. Take action through confidence and level up your business with our creating confidence course. And join this month to get bonus access to my confident course creation masterclass. Oh, and did I mention this is the only place you can access my signature dream program? That's right. You can access my proven dream method in a self-paced course to help you align your life and business to build your dream faster than ever before. What are you waiting for? Follow the link in the show notes and join us in dream school. Class is in session.